ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فهو المهتد ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله وبعد اللهم علمنا ما ينفعنا وانفعنا بما علمتنا وزدنا علما Oh, just a quick reminder, yani we've entered into the first 10 days of the Hijjah. And as the Prophet ﷺ said, no days, yani that good days are more beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala than these 10 days. And the ulama akhtalafu whether the, the, the last 10 days of Ramadan are more virtuous or the first 10 days of the Hijjah are more virtuous. And they said the jam'an, yani to join between the ahadith and the ayat, they said the nights of Ramadan are better, but the days of Dhul Hijjah are better in this regard. We should understand that this is mawasim and seasons that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blesses us with to draw closer to Him and to seek forgiveness, and we should take advantage of them. And the, uh, the first 10 days of Dhul Hijjah, yani it's not, yani in Ramadan, everyone knows Ramadan, and everyone yani appreciates the virtue of Ramadan. and. Everyone is fasting and everyone is, yani, the ibadah is being done together. But the first 10 days of the hijjah everyone is on their own. Everyone is on their own and they have to be setting their own agenda of the things that they want to do. So they should take yani, the khair of everything from salat and from sadaqah and from recitation of the Qur'an. And, and the Prophet Sallallahu said, even that same hadith, فَأَكْثِرُ فِيهَا مِنَ التَّهْلِيلِ وَالتَّكْبِيرِ وَالتَّحْمِيدِ Increasing it from tahleel, yani say, La ilaha illallah a lot. And say, Takbir, Allahu Akbar, and say Tahmeed, Alhamdulillah, a lot. So this one, SubhanAllah, if we have any downtime, we're in our car, wherever we are, we should say this. And the famous Sigha, the method of combining all this, is, is what many people think is the Takbir at Al-Eid. Yes? Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, La ilaha illallah, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, walillahi alhamd. Yes? So it combines Tahleel and Tahmeed and Takbir. And people think that this is just for Eid. Yes, but there's takbir called mutlaq and muqayyad. Mutlaq and muqayyad. Al-mutlaq is when you say any time you want. And this is to be done in the, in the first 10 days of the hijjah And the muqayyad, the muqayyad is the one that is tied down. And that's the one that you do after the obligatory salawat on the days of tashriq, on the days of Eid and the days of tashriq, the three days afterwards, two or three days afterwards. So, yani, don't, yani, don't belittle this takbir and tahmeed and tahleel. And do it and teach your children and, and yani, do it in your house so that the children also understand this and your, and your families understand this as well. Make takbir and tahmeed and tahleel. Inna al-lazina amanu wa'amilu al-salihati lahum jannatun tajri min tahtiya al-anhar. ذلك الفوز الكبير إن بطش ربك لشديد إنه هو يبدئ ويعيد وهو الغفور الودود إن الذين آمنوا وعملوا الصالحات لهم جنات تجري من تحتها الأنهار ذلك الفوز الكبير We've looked at this أسلوب before where Allah سبحانه وتعالى mentions the kuffar and then he mentions the Mu'mineen, where he mentions the punishment of the kuffar and then he mentions the reward of the believers. Why do we say that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alternates between punishment and between reward? 
and that he puts them very close together. Yani one follows the other one, or the other one follows the other one. Sometimes he starts with this one, sometimes he starts with this one. So this is how we should also always worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We should be in a state of hope and in a state of fear. And not one should yani, overpower the other one. But if we are always in a state of fear, then we what? Then we despair from the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We say Allah will never forgive any sin that I do. And this in itself is a sin. Yes? To despair from the mercy of Allah. Yes? And this is one of the tricks of the shaitan. He will say to you, look at you. How long have you been alive for? And how long have you been doing this sin for? MashaAllah, you've become well accustomed to this sin. Yani, it's impossible that you'll leave this sin, yes? And there's a lot, a lot of things, مثلاً, مرتب عليها, if you were to leave this sin. Yes? مثلاً, you'll lose a certain amount of money, or this will happen to you, or this will happen to you. He said, there's no hope for you, don't say for this. He said, well, I'm... I'm and he will use this as a, as a trap for you. But Allah will never forgive you. And this in itself is dangerous. Allah forgives all the dhunub. No one can stand between you and the tawbah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. No one can stand between you and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgiving you. If you are sincere with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And if we have too much hope, we become what? Arrogant and complacent. Yes? Always hoping in the mercy of Allah. You'll do all the sins. You say, Allah is ghafoor rahim. Yes? Allah is ghafoor rahim. Could do this small sin and this small sin and this one. Allah is ghafoor rahim. We don't need to seek forgiveness. Allah is already automatically forgiving. Yes? So we have to have hope that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will accept our deeds and we have to have fear that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala may not accept our deeds and may punish us for our sins. We have to have that balance. This is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions the ayat of adab and the ayat of al-na'im and vice versa, one after the other. And it's also an irshad to tell us that if we need to seek the path of, of haqq, what we need to do, and if we want to avoid the path of punishment, what we need to avoid. إِنَّ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا إِنَّ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا What's al-Iman? What is hadith to be? What did he say Iman was? He said, أَخْبِرْنِي عَلَى الْإِسْلَامِ Tell me about Islam. أَخْبِرْنِي عَنِ الْإِيمَانِ أَخْبِرْنِي عَنِ الْإِحْسَانِ Tell me about Islam, tell me about Iman, tell me about Ihsan. What did the Prophet ﷺ say when he asked him about Iman? To believe in Allah, his messengers, his books, his angels, Yawm Al-Qiyamah, yes, Al-Qadr, Khayrihi wa Sharrihi. This is Iman. According to the Hadith of Jibreel. And then the ulama later on, they came and they gave other definitions of Iman. Just because Al-Iman, the Mas'al of Al-Iman, a lot of deviant sects went astray in regards to Iman. Yes? We gave always the example of al-murji'ah. What did they say about iman? They said, al-iman is in the heart. It's all in my heart. Don't look at my outside, yes? Don't judge me on the outside. This, this thought, mashallah, is very prevalent in society today. He said he doesn't pray, but he loves Allah and his messenger. He's still a Muslim, he loves Allah. But he doesn't pray. Allah specifically said in the Quran, when the, the, the Kaaba was changed, when the Kaaba, the, the direction of the Qibla was changed from Bayt al-Maqdis to what? To Mecca. He said at the end of the ayah, he said, وَمَا كَانَ اللَّهُ لِيُضِيعَ إِيمَانَكُمْ And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was not going to lose your iman. Yani the prayers, he called iman, salah. So all the Mufassirun said iman in this context means what? Means salah. That means the salah that you used to pray in towards Bayt al-Maqdis, Allah is not going to lose your reward once you've changed to Mecca. But he referred to it what? As Iman. But Salah is part of Iman. And the hadith are very clear that the one who 
العهد الذي بيننا وبينهم الصلاه فمن ترك فقد كفر او اشرك yes but this is what iman is يعني this is why the, the scholars later on came and they gave definitions for iman they said it's it's, it's iman in the qalb and an-nutq bil-lisan to articulate it on your tongue and al-amal bil-arkan and to make sure that you do actions on your limbs it has to combine all these three aspects and مثلا the belief in your heart includes the belief يعني belief and actions of the heart as well فمثلا hope and fear and tawakkul and and all of these are actions of the heart which belong in the heart for all of this are covered in iman inna alladhina amanu wa amilu as-salihat wa amilu as-salihat الصالحات, good deeds, yes? But this is al-amal al-salih, the one that combines two things, two aspects. And we've repeated this many times over. And jadiran, it's very good that we keep on repeating it as well. Yes? Until it sticks and we understand it. And it's a very important point to make. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not accept any deeds unless they combine these two conditions, these two aspects. The first one is al-ikhlas, sincerity to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the second one is Al-Mutaba'ah, to follow the sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Man amila amalan ashraka fihi ma'aya ghayri taraktu wa shirkuhu. He said, whoever does an active deed, an act, and they include shirk in this act, then I leave him and his shirk to himself. Taraktuhu huwa shirkuhu. I leave him and his shirk. It's of no benefit to him, this amal. Shirk is not just مثلاً, to, to, to worship an idol, as many people think, yes? Shirk comes in many flavors. He said, يعني, يعني He said, the Prophet the thing which I fear most for you, even more than the Dajjal, is al-shirk, is al-riya, al-shirk al-khafi, the hidden shirk, the one that's very, يعني, يعني, very subtle, and you don't realize it. He said the man starts up to pray and he notices someone is looking at him and he fixes up his salah because he knows that someone is looking at them. He calls this a riyah, that this is shirk. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not going to accept this one. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not going to accept this one. Even if it is a small amount of shirk, Allah does not accept it. But the difference between major shirk and minor shirk is that what? Is that minor shirk will destroy just the amal. Will destroy just the amal. If you're showing off in your salah, then it will only destroy that salah. Yes, but it's not something simple, madam, just to destroy that salah. Yes, it's something great. And major shirk, it takes you completely outside of that circle of Islam. You are no longer in the fold of Islam. You need to make a tawbah and shahada once more again and enter Islam once more. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala doesn't accept if it has shirk in it. Yes, this is the first amal al-salih, condition of amal al-salih. And the second one is al-mutaba'ah. Al-mutaba'ah, that means it's done according to the sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa من أحدث في أمرنا هذا ما ليس منه فورد. Whoever invents something new in this affair of ours, in the affair of Islam, that is not from it. فورد. Allah سبحانه وتعالى will رد, reject it. Allah سبحانه وتعالى will reject it. It's a bid'ah. And I think you've heard Abu Musab always say, subhanallah, the two types of bid'ah. Yeah? He said there's bid'ah asliya and bid'ah idafiya. Yes. He said, Bid'a Asliya is one that has absolutely no basis in the deen whatsoever. It was invented new. Yes? Like, مثلا, Mawlid al-Nabawi. Yes? This one had no basis at all in the previous generations. The Prophet ﷺ didn't mention anything about it. The Sahaba didn't mention anything about it. The Tabi'in didn't mention anything about it. This one is Bid'a Asliya. 
And then the bid'ah idhafiyya is when there's a basis for this act of worship, but then we use it outside of what the sunnah has told us to do. For we finish our fard salah, maybe brothers from the subcontinent, maybe we don't want to criticize them, mashallah. They raise their hands up and they make dua like this, yes? For the raising of your hand in making dua is something which is mashru' is something good, yes? But when you use it in the wrong place, it becomes what? It becomes bid'ah. But it has an asal, it has an asal. But it is not used in the correct way. But if this is the case, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not accept it either. So it has to be done in accordance to the sunnah. They have gardens with rivers flowing underneath. صح? We always said the ayah, the, the, the hadith of the Prophet وسلم, when he said about Al-Jannah. This is the principle of understanding the na'im of Jannah. That means I have prepared for my believing servants what no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, and which has not occurred to the heart of any human being. Yes, and we said the only thing mushtarak. The only thing mushtarak is the name. For when Allah says, لَهُمْ جَنَّاتٌ تَجْرِي مِنْ تَحْتِهَا الْأَنْهَارِ That there are gardens with rivers beneath them. We said if, if the Jannah is levels, how can there be rivers on the top levels? Doesn't the water leak down onto the bottom levels? And this is where you have to believe in the hadith. مَا لَا عَيْنٌ رَأَتْ وَلَا أُذْنُ سَنْ وَلَا خَطَرَ عَقَلْبِ بَشْرٍ he said, this is unlike the rivers of this dunya where you need to dig a trench to contain the water. You need to dig a trench to contain the water. There has to be something to stop the leaking. But this one is underneath the houses and underneath the, 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 the trees of Al-Jannah, these rivers are flowing. These rivers are flowing with the qudra of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Jannatin tajri min al-anhar. And in this ayah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala just says, anhar. Anhar is just what? Generic. Doesn't mention the type of, 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 of anhar that they are. But in Surah Muhammad, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, That in Jannah there are rivers of ma'asin, unchanged water. Unchanged. The, 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 the taste of it is unchanged. It doesn't have any pollutants in it. Ma'in ghayru asinin. وَأَنْهَارٌ مِنْ لَبَنٍ لَمْ يَتَغَيَّرْ طَعْمُهُ And rivers of milk, لَبَن Rivers of milk, لَمْ يَتَغَيَّرْ طَعْمُهُ Its taste does not change. Unchanged. Rivers flowing of milk. وَأَنْهَارٌ مِنْ خَمْرٍ لَذَّةٍ لِلشَّارِبِينَ And rivers of wine, beautiful, لَذَّةٍ Delicious wine. Anyone who wants to taste it can taste the river that they want, of the wine. And as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned in the other ayat, that it doesn't intoxicate, and it doesn't give you a stomach ache, and it doesn't, يعني, the effects of alcohol that in this dunya, it doesn't have any of those effects. Yes? وَأَنْهَارٌ مِنْ عَسَلٍ مِنْ عَسَلٍ And rivers of honey, which is purified. Rivers of Honey which are purified. So all of these are the types of rivers that one can have 
إن الجنة ذلك الفوز الكبير ذلك الفوز الكبير what's الفوز success but success is not just success يعني to achieve something that you want this is success yes but it's also to be saved from the thing which you dislike or to be يعني harmful towards you فمثلا in this dunya a person may attain success يعني in the, in the, in the context of this dunya مثلا what people define as being successful in this بس مثلا it might have this success might be associated with troubles and issues and إلى آخره yes so even when you attain success in this dunya it has problems with it for this is ذلك الفوز الكبير in jannah you attain success and there is no problems associated with it there are no problems associated for مثلا there is no death and there is no sickness and there is no worry and there is no any of these things that we يعني in this dunya this is success the thing that you achieve and it has nothing يعني harmful associated with it ذلك الفوز الكبير ذلك الفوز الكبير الكبير والأكبر ذلك الفوز الكبير yes great reward yes because if they say greatest is the مشكله yes because there is greater than the reward of Jannah yes and what is that reward to see the face of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala yes ذلك الفوز الكبير إن بطش ربك لشديد إن بطش ربك لشديد the بطش of Allah is شديد البطش is the vengeance that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala يصلت على قوم or a person or a group of people his vengeance and his punishment ولربما كان in his دنيا or in the آخرة both of them both of them are valid but the one that is talking about إن بطش ربك لشديد it is severe it is severe but it is severe to the one who deserves it to the one who deserves it and if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was to take us with his بطش every time we made a معصية or a sin then we would be in big trouble. Then we would be in big trouble. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgives. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala pardons. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala continues to give to the insan rizq. And continues to bestow his favors upon them. Even though they may be disobeying him. But if this disobedience continues and continues and continues. Until it reaches transgression of others. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's seizure is very strong and we said you have to be very careful subhanallah as the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam said inna allah la yumli lilzalimi hatta idha akhadhahu lam yuflithu that the prophet sallallahu said that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala yumli lilzalim the oppressor allah subhanahu wa ta'ala continues to give him you say mathalan taghut in this land yani mathalan fir'aun as an example allah gave him he gave him everything صح he had wealth and he had women and he had power and he had sultan and he had. But this is why we say that when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives you in this dunya, it's not a dalil that he loves you. Yes, because Allah gives this dunya to who? To the believer and to the disbeliever. This dunya means nothing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He will give it to the believer and the disbeliever. But the jannah he only gives to the believer. إِنَّ بَطْشَ رَبِّكَ لَشَدِيدٌ So to the one who deserves it. As if it's a warning to those who done this to the believing men and women. Inna batsha rabbika la shadid. That if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants to take you his vengeance in this dunya and the akhirah, it will be severe. Lam yuflitu. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not let him go. There's no second chance. There's no second chance. If Allah seizes you, khalas, that's it, finished. In this dunya. 
Absolutely finished. Inna batsha rabbika lashadid. Innahu huwa yubdi'u wa yu'id. Yubdi'. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, everything begins with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Began from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Innama amruhu idha arada shay'an yaqula lahu kun fayakun. He starts with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Everything originates. That's why one of Allah's names was al-awwalu wal-akhiru. Allah is al-awwal. Nothing preceded him. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. Huwa yubdi'u. He's the one that began the creation. And he's the one that sent down the legislation. Everything came from him. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yubdi'u. Wa yu'id. And he brings them back again to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is like a reminder for the person who is continuing to transgress. It's like a reminder to them. Remember where you came from and where you're headed. Where you came from and where you are headed. You came from nothing. You were Adam. You were nothing and Allah created you. And to him you will return and to him you will be called to account. Everything starts from Allah and everything will return. يُعيد عَادَ يَعُودُ عَوْدًا will return to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَهُوَ يُبْدِئُ وَيُعِيد وَهُوَ الْغَفُورُ الْوَدُودِ Right, so these are two attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we have Al-Aziz and Al-Hamid and we have now Al-Ghafoor and Al-Wadood. Al-Ghafoor, that means Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala covers the sins. And not only covers them, He also doesn't call you to account for them. Yes? And this is why we said in the... In فَسَوْفَ يُحَاسَبُ حِسَابًا يَسِيرًا What did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, what does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala say to the abd when he gives him an easy hisab on the day of judgment? He said, سَتَرْتُهَا لَكَ فِي الدُّنْيَا I covered it for you in the dunya and today what? And today I will forgive it for you. The covering of the sin can also mean that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to forgive you. Yes? And we said this is the difference between al-ghafur and al-afu. Al-afu is... Completely removed from the record. Allahumma innaka afuun tuhibbu al-afwa faafu anni. That means that record, that audit trail, get rid of it completely. There's nothing there. Yes? But al-ghafur, the sin might be still registered in the book, but it has been covered and you are not going to be called to account for it. This is why Yawm al-Qiyamah, when Allah presents it to you, it's there in the book of record. It's there in the book of record. وَهُوَ الْغَفُورُ الْوَدُودُ Anyway, the name is taken from Al-Wud. Al-Wud huwa يعني إخلاص المحبة يعني pure love and pure liking of something huwa Al-Wadud. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala this name covers two aspects of Allah's love. Allah is Allah loves and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is beloved. Allah loves and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is beloved. Alright, so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says قُلْ إِن كُنْتُمْ تُحِبُّونَ اللَّهَ فَاتَّبِعُونِي يُحْبِبْكُمُ اللَّهِ So this one establishes both of them. إِن كُنْتُمْ تُحِبُّونَ اللَّهِ If you love Allah, then what should you do? فَاتَّبِعُونِ This is Prophet saying this. Follow me. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will love you. So this establishes that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves and is beloved as well. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. And when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves things, He loves good deeds, مثلا. And He loves certain people. And He loves certain places. All of this has been established in the sunnah of the Prophet ﷺ. So, Mazalan, he said about when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves someone, it could be someone specific. It could be someone specific. But when on the battle of Khaybar, he said, 
غدن لرجل يحب الله ورسوله ويحب الله ورسوله he said tomorrow i'm going to give the banner for the jihad i'm going to give it to a man who loves allah and his messenger and allah's messenger and, and allah and his messenger love him as well who is this man ali radiyallahu anhu yes so allah described that that that, allah, that he loves ali radiyallahu anhu and the man who used to after reading every yani in the salah Every time he would read the the, yani the Fatiha and then another surah, he would finish with Qul huwa Allahu Ahad. And so the Sahaba went to the Prophet Sallallahu and said, This man, he's always reading Qul huwa Allahu Ahad. And he said, Why are you doing this, Ya Fulan? He said, It mentions the name of Allah, Samad, and I love this name. And the, and Allah, and the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, Akhbiruhu anna Allah yuhibbuhu. Inform him that Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala loves him. So these ones are specific. As for the general ones, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, إِنَّ اللَّهَ يُحِبُّ الْمُتَّقِينَ Yes, so anyone who's a muttaqi, generally they fall under this category of whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves. And إِنَّ اللَّهَ يُحِبُّ الْمُحْسِنِينَ إِنَّ اللَّهَ يُحِبُّ الْمُحْسِنِينَ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves those who are muhsinin. So this is a characteristic which many people fall under this category. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also says, إِنَّ اللَّهَ يُحِبُّ الَّذِينَ يُقَاتِلُونَ فِي سَبِيلِهِ Safan ka'annahum bunyanun marsus. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves those who fight in his path. Safan in lines. Ka'annahum bunyanun marsus. Like a well-structured and well-built structure, building, which holds one another together. Sufuf, like this. And in another ayah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Inna allaha yuhibbu tawwabina wa yuhibbu al-mutatahhirin. And think about this ayah because it's very similar to this one. وَهُوَ الْغَفُورُ الْوَدُودِ So this is إِنَّ اللَّهَ يُحِبُّ التَّوَّابِينَ Allah loves those ones who seek repentance. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has used الْغَفُورُ and الْوَدُودِ together. But He loves those who seek repentance. He loves those who seek forgiveness. وَهُوَ الْغَفُورُ الْوَدُودِ And in, in regarding to the places, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says أَحَبُّ الْبِلَادِ إِلَى اللَّهِ Masajiduha, that means the best places which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves are the masajid wa abghadul biladi ilallah aswaquha. The worst places that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala love, uh, hates are the aswaq and the markets. And the best places which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves are the masajid. And as in another hadith that ahabul biladi ilallah makkah. In another narration, the Prophet said the best places which Allah loves is, is makkah. سبحانك اللهم وبحمدك أشهد أن لا إله إلا أنت أستغفرك وأتوب إليك وجزاكم الله خيرا أن الله سبحانه وتعالى يرجو في your patience إن شاء الله جزاكم الله خير